Welcome back to your therapy tools. Today's topic is safety plans. And this is in regard to um, power cutoff. If the electricity goes out for an extended amount of time, um, natural disasters, and a lot of this can apply to um, staying safe in the face of riots. So grab your notebook and your pencil or pen and jot down some of these notes or if you would like me to email these forms to you I definitely can I downloaded uh, the first one from the PG&E website staying prepared for a power outage um, pg&e.com slash safety so for a power outage which uh, rumor has it there might be a a days-long power outage coming. So just in case, be prepared. Keep important phone numbers, such as numbers of hospitals, fire departments, police department, friends and relatives, in a convenient location in case you need emergency help or other assistance. Have a backup plan to maintain any type of life support equipment that you may use, including oxygen tanks. Make sure you're well stocked on those. Keep a cell phone or a hardwired single-line telephone on hand. Cordless phones do not work without electricity. Make sure your cell phones are always charged as well. Keep a flashlight with extra fresh batteries in convenient places around the home. Um, You can use candles, but if you do, make sure that you never leave the home with candles burning and try not to fall asleep with candles burning because of a fire risk. Um, Let's see. Turn off heat-producing appliances such as your oven, your stovetop, and irons that you iron clothing with during an outage. This practice helps eliminate fire hazards that can occur when the power is restored. Protect sensitive electronic equipment such as your televisions and computers with surge suppressors. Unplug any equipment that is in use when the power goes out. Ensure that food stays cold by keeping your refrigerator and freezer doors closed. You can keep the refrigerator cold by placing ice in plastic containers inside of it. All full freezers stay cold longer. Keep non-perishable foods that don't require cooking on hand, such as canned goods and freeze-dried soup mixes, rice, and beans. Ensure that you have a manual can opener. Uh, You can cook these foods in a pot on your barbecue grill if you have propane or charcoal. Make sure you're stocked up on propane and charcoal. Um, let's see, if you don't have those things and you have one of those metal fire pits in your backyard, make sure you're stocked up on wood. You can use that for cooking as well. Keep non-perishable food that doesn't require cooking on hand. Okay. Inform PG&E or your power company if you have a generator and avoid using it unless you're sure that it was installed safely and correctly. There's also the option of a solar generator. Um, I have purchased three of them from Amazon. And they work quite well. One of them even has an air compressor to uh, blow up the tires on your car. Um, They can charge your devices. They can power an emergency radio. If you have a walkie-talkie system, uh, I highly recommend that as well because you can scan the channels and find help or hear what's going on on an emergency radio. 
if you don't have those things, you can always get a solar-powered emergency radio. They work quite well. I have two of those as well. Um, you just set them outside. Even on a cloudy day, they'll still charge enough that you can listen. There's also the um, emergency radios that are powered by a crank that you um, crank, rotate quite a few times, and then it will generate power. So those are some options as well. Um, there are also lanterns that are um, solar lanterns, and then there are the kind that have the crank on them that you can uh, crank it around a few times, and it will give you light for a little while. After, after a storm, the crew's first task is to assess damage. In the case of a major widespread storm, this assessment may take days. During this phase, you may see our trucks in your neighborhood as you continue to experience the outage. The information they gather will help, uh, help them to plan out their work. In an outage situation, addressing hazardous situations such as downed wires is a priority. Uh, next, they focus on restoring as many customers as they can as quickly as possible. They also prioritize repairs that restore service to critical facilities such as hospitals, water pump stations, and police and fire departments. Now, that's another factor to consider. If the water pumps go down, if the electricity goes down, your water supply will quickly dwindle because uh, every home in every neighborhood has a flushing toilet. They, if in an emergency, they're instructed to fill up a few buckets of water in the bathtub, and they will need to use that water to pour into the toilet to make it flush, so you can still use your toilet. Um, you can also use that water to um, boil and uh, filter if you have a water filtration system even if it's just a Brita water filter. Um, if you don't have that, get yourself some uh, charcoal powder, some small pebbles like you would use in a fish tank, and then some uh, medium-sized like rocks, and put them in a big two-liter bottle. Cut the, cut the end off the two-liter bottle, but leave the part that the cap goes on. You can put a couple coffee filters, paper coffee filters down in there and then layer uh, the charcoal and then the small rocks and then the larger rocks. And if you pour water through that, it purifies your water. Um, let's see. You can also do that with pool water in an emergency. If you've run out of all other water sources, you can use your pool water that way. It's wise to stock up on bottled water. Keep a few cases. You want to have like a gallon of water per family member um, available for every couple of days to last. So stock up on water, stock up on toilet paper, stock up on canned food, stock up on uh, wood, propane, charcoal, whatever you use in the backyard, stock up on candles. In a total emergency, if you have nothing, you can grab crayons and uh, light light the flat edge of the crayon so it's a little bit melted and then push it down onto the inside of a metal lid like you get from a spaghetti jar and then you can light the top of the crayon and it will burn as a candle would and uh, give you some light let's see 
Okay, so that's the end of that checklist. Now, the other checklist is a mental health checklist that um, is a safety plan for your mental health. Because in an emergency situation, like say we lose power or there's rioting going on, we have to be able to think logically and stay calm in order to survive the situation uh, wisely and safely. So um, you need to understand the warning signs when you're beginning to struggle with your mental health. This, this includes thoughts, feelings, or behaviors, and sometimes you may not recognize the, the symptoms in yourself. So it's important to designate a, f a family member uh, who you agree and commit to listen to if they say, hey, you're showing signs that you're slipping, you know, are you okay? And make sure that you do talk to them about it. Don't stonewall them. Make sure that you open up, cry, talk about your fears, get it out of your system so that it doesn't control you. Um, coping skills. What can you do by yourself to take your mind off of the escalating problems that are going on around you? What obstacles might there be to using those coping skills? So come up with a plan um, the four-second breathing is fantastic. If you're by yourself and you don't have a support person and you feel yourself spiraling into a panic or anxiety in an emergency situation, breathe in slowly through your nose to the count of four. So you're going to count one, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. Then you'll hold your breath to the same count of four. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. And then you'll exhale through your mouth very slowly to the count of four. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. And then you'll hold with no air in your lungs to the count of four. One, one thousand, two, one thousand, three, one thousand, four, one thousand. And you'll repeat that process a few times and that when you do that you're oxygenating your blood you're decreasing your heart rate and you're slowing your brain down with all the ruminations all the fearful thoughts you're slowing that down because you're focused on the counting and you're focused on your breathing so when you're alone that is one coping skill you can use to calm yourself down you can also write down the fearful thoughts and tell yourself, I will deal with these and process these thoughts later. Right now I need to focus on the logistics of staying safe. So um, are all of the entrances and exits in my home secure? Um, do I have all the supplies that I need? What What is my emergency contact and, and am I able to contact that person? Am I able to safely get out of here or am I able to safely stay here? You need to be able to think logically in those terms and um, doing that breathing and writing down your feelings to compartmentalize and deal with them later. Um, you almost need to learn how to detach yourself from the situation. People who are very good in emergency situations are able to detach and just run on logic in the moment. And um, people who cannot detach run on emotion, panic, and 
don't don't fare as well. So practice that detachment by being mindful and in the moment and telling yourself my feelings and emotions are very valid, very real. I am very scared, but I'm going to be brave and be in the moment and I'll deal with that fear and process the panic and everything later. Right now I need to focus on survival and the safety of me and my family. So um, I hope that suicide will never be an option for anybody listening. If there's an emergency and a major earthquake, tsunami, hurricane, major riots come through your town like the movie The Purge, if any of these things happen, I hope and I pray that you know that suicide is not an option. Suicide is not an option. Don't do it. Fight for your life and prepare for your safety. If if this election year um, is anything like 2016 was, there will be a lot of people feeling suicidal, having absolute meltdowns. And it's important that they know they're not alone, that they can get help by calling 1-800-SUICIDE, S-U-I-C-I-D-E, or 1-800-273-TALK. And for the deaf or hard of hearing, for the suicide hotline in the United States, Dial 1-800-799-4889. And again, with, with the safety plans, make sure that all of your important papers, all of your, uh, all of your jewelry that's like, you know, family jewels that are passed down, make sure all the really important stuff, as well as a good amount of cash, Make sure you have all that stuff stashed in an in a waterproof, airtight, locked up place. Make sure that your uh, your home's windows and doors are secure. Make sure you have some sort of self defense in place and a safety plan for the for the entire household. And run a few safety drills. Uh, come up with a few scenarios, you know, maybe there's been a horrifying earthquake and people are panicking, or maybe there are riots, or maybe um, California broke off and is falling into the ocean, whatever you want to create the scenario, make sure that you create a scenario and develop a safety plan with your family that we're all going to do this when this happens. If there's a home invasion, maybe you have the children hide somewhere specific in the house and you tell them don't come out till you hear my code word um, so that they can be safe and teach them how to contact 911 teach them how to escape from the house and go get help Um, make sure you have a safety plan there are YouTube videos where you can learn some safety drills for different scenarios I highly recommend just going to YouTube and typing in safety plan drills for riots or whatever. Do a little bit of research, educate yourself, and um, get your supplies. If you have to leave your home in a state of emergency, you want to make sure that you have 
the basics that you need. Um, a couple backpacks. You want to have first aid kit available, including um, the surgical kit that has the gloves and the needles to stitch up uh, a wound. If if somebody uh, is using a hatchet to cut up wood and they accidentally cut themselves, you want to be able to clean it and stitch it up because we won't have access to hospitals if there's a major emergency, if um, shit hits the fan, so to say. So... Make sure you have, you can buy those kits on Amazon. There's also buckets of emergency food. It's um, it's like NASA food. It's all freeze-dried in packets, and you add uh, water. You cook it over a fire. So make sure you have a, a, a dish to cook in, like a nice pot. Make sure you have um, the emergency um, first aid kit with alcohol, Alco- not not to drink, <laughs> alcohol to clean the wounds, iodine, um, neosporin, ice packs, instant ice packs, instant heat packs, band-aids, gauze, medical tape, the surgical kit, um, pain medication, antibiotics if you can. Make sure it's, it's fairly well stocked. Make sure you have emergency... Um, Blankets, emergency tent, if you have to run to the woods and get the hell out of the city, you're going to want to be able to be somewhat comfortable and survive. So make sure you have water, water purifiers, make sure you have all those things. And of course, um, self-defense weapons um, to keep you safe from people and Maybe wild animals if you're in the mountains, if you end up in the mountains somewhere. And definitely contact extended family members. Create a plan for where you will meet when shit hits the fan, if it does. Don't get complacent and think, oh, nothing will ever happen. Anything could happen at any time. Just always be prepared. Don't be scared. Be prepared. Faith over fear. But you want to be prepared. And you want to avoid panicking and you want to be able to keep a level head. So the more educated you are on the subject of safety plans mentally and in terms of disasters or riots, the more educated you are, the better prepared you will be and you won't fly into a panic because you'll be ready for whatever comes your way. I hope this was helpful. And I hope that you have a good safety plan in place. And I hope that um, you will educate others who maybe don't have a safety plan. And this this safety plan, both parts of the safety plan, uh, one factor of the safety plan is if you're in an abusive situation and you need to get away, it's rough because you're in a constant state of just trying to survive, just trying to live another day. Um, start start planning your getaway. Be, be very careful. Be very secretive about it. But little by little, plan your getaway. And when the time comes, make sure you have a good support system and make sure you have a lot of these safety measures in place, including self-defense. So go do your research, go watch some videos, educate yourself, do some drills, train yourself and your family, and be ready for whatever life throws at you. Be prepared. Don't be scared. Faith over fear. Make it a great day.
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I also wanted to add that it's important to um, make connections with your neighbors and make sure you have connections to outside sources so that if there is an emergency in your neighborhood, whether it's a natural disaster or riots or especially riots, um, there's a lot of fear that there are going to be a lot of horrible catastrophic riots due to this election hopefully there won't be but in the in the event that there are it's good to be prepared and you need to know when it's time to leave your home whether you're going to stay and defend your home or take off and um, let them ravage your home and just claim everything on your homeowner's insurance so you want to be sure if you live in an apartment or a home or a townhouse, I don't care where you live, if there are riots coming to your neighborhood, it's probably best to leave and get out of there rather than to um, pit yourself and your family against a gigantic crowd of violent people. So make sure you have a plan in place. And that was it. Be safe out there. Be smart.